Blog Talk Radio. gray-haired man on earth disappeared. This is how the gray era met its end. Just for men, auto stop. It's a breakthrough. No mix, no mess. It just comes in. And the formula shuts off at just the right color for the perfect look every time. It's foolproof. New, just for men, auto stop. Gray is over. Have you seen the economic news today? Have you heard about the unemployment numbers today? <laughs> Gross domestic product, have you heard about any of that? Yes, I have it here. And it sucks. It's a disaster. The economy of this country remains a disaster. And we the American people have just been deceived in ways that nobody contemplated. 
And what we now have, what we now have is the biggest tax increase in the history of the world. What we have been told by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court and four liberals on the court, Obamacare is just a massive tax increase. That's all it is. Obama lied to us about that. He lied. The Democrats lied. It wasn't a tax. There was no way it was a tax. The Chief Justice was hell-bound, hell-bent to find a way to make this law applicable. So we just decided, you know what? As a tax increase, it works because there's no limit on the federal government's ability to tax. And it's right there in the preamble of the Constitution, right there, Article 1, Section 8, General Welfare Clause. It's been established. Congress can tax whatever, whoever, whenever, how much they want. And this just goes to even when they don't ask for it. The Supreme Court is going to find a way to make what they want to do legal, because John Roberts said, it's not, it's not our job here to forbid this. It's not our job to protect people from outcomes. It's not our job to determine whether this is right or wrong or any of that. We just got to look at it, and we can't forbid this. This is what the elected representatives of the people want. Now, the elected representatives of the people were deceived. Remember, yes, I ask you. If this decision went this way, what was your initial reaction going to be? And how many of you were deflated as you can be? Because the way this reported, the first thing that came down, the mandate, unconstitutional. That was the first thing everybody reported. Mandate, unconstitutional. <sighs> Big sigh of relief. And then within moments, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're reading further. Hold it just a second. The mandate's unconstitutional, but... The court has decided it's a tax, and therefore, it's okay. So Obamacare is nothing more than the largest tax increase in the history of the world. And the people who were characterizing it as such were right and were telling the truth. We have the biggest tax increase in the history of the world right in the middle of one of this country's worst recessions. In fact, as the Vice President said yesterday, a depression for millions of Americans. The Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court, John Roberts, said it's not our job to protect the people from the consequences of their political choices. Not our job. Well, what about when we are deceived? The court upheld a law that was not what we were told it would be. What has been upheld here is fraud. And the Internal Revenue Service has just become Barack Obama's domestic army. That is what we face now. We were deceived. Obamacare was a lie. It was a stealth tax on all Americans, and nobody knew it until today. Not officially. Obama told George Stephanopoulos it wasn't a tax. And Stephanopoulos was troublemaking for trying to suggest otherwise. Let's go to the audio soundbite. September 20, 2009, on this week, George Stephanopoulos Interviewing President Obama, discussion about the health care reform bill, Stephanopoulos said, under this mandate, the government's forcing people to spend money, fining you if you don't. How is that not a tax increase? No, th th that's not true, George. The, for us to say that you've got to take a responsibility to get health insurance is absolutely not a tax increase. What it's saying is, is that we're not going to have other people carrying your burdens for you, any more than the fact that right now everybody in America just about has to get auto insurance. Nobody considers that a tax increase. People say to themselves, that is a fair way to make sure that if you hit my car, that I'm not covering all the costs. Stephanopoulos then said, well, it may be fair. It may be a good public policy. No, but, but George, you, you can't just make up that language and decide that that's called a tax increase. I don't think I'm making it up. Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Tax, a charge usually of money imposed by authority on persons or property for public purposes. George, the fact that you looked up Merriam's dictionary 
that the definition of tax increase indicates to me that you're stretching a little bit right now. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gone to the dictionary to check on well, the definition. Well, no. I mean, what, if what you're saying I is... I wanted to check for myself. Your critics say it is a tax increase. My critics say everything's a tax increase. My critics say that I'm taking over uh, every sector of the economy. You know that. Uh, look, we can have a legitimate debate about whether or not we're going to have an individual mandate or not. But, but you rejected it. I absolutely reject that notion. Well, it didn't matter, did it? He lies to the American people every day. What does it matter? It's not a tax increase. We all knew what was coming down the pike if this thing were upheld, whatever it's called. We are being forced to purchase something. Whether they want to twist this as coming under the Commerce, commerce Clause or uh, the whole thing being a tax. But you just heard Obama told us it wasn't a tax. Congress told us it wasn't a tax. Pelosi told us that we have to pass Obamacare to find out what was in it. The Supreme Court just told us what's in it. It's a massive, regressive tax on all Americans. I remember Obama saying that Couples making less than $250,000 a year would never see a tax increase if he was elected while he served. Out the window. It was a lie. We were all deceived. You call it a tax, you can call it a fine, no matter. You can say it's a power of the Commerce Clause or not, no matter. What happened today is all that matters. All right. Good evening, folks. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Wow, what a day. What a day. Today's date. Whew. June 28th, 2012. Beautiful Old Town Alexandria is where we are. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. Here's the deal. Today was a busy day. Holder held in contempt, criminally and civilly. Uh, the jobless numbers came out. Now, you know what? Forgive me, if you will. But, but... I happen to view the jobless numbers when they come out every Thursday at 8.30 on Fox News, Fair and Balance, on Fox and Friends, as a good thing. When the jobless numbers come out and they're bad, I'm happy. You know, <laughs> I'm happy because that just gets President Obama that much closer to the door where he starts packing his goods and heading back to Chicago or wherever the hell he's from. I, You know what? I have no shame about it. None. So we got two things going for us. Jobless numbers, stagnant. Economy in the tank. Obamacare, big tax. Here's what I think. Here's my, here's my deal. Right here and now. Right here and now, what Justice Roberts did was brilliant. It was brilliant. And I I dig it. I dig it the most. And here's why. Here's why. What do Americans hate worst? Most of all, conservatives and independents. Taxes. Taxes, baby. What did we fight our Revolutionary War over? Taxes. Taxes, my man. Taxes, ladies and gentlemen. Taxes, taxes, and more taxes. Nothing's going to get this country more fired up and ready to go than the fact that Obamacare, the individual mandate, the you have to buy or we're going to tax you. Nothing fires up a Republican, a conservative, and an independent more than hearing those three lovely words. Tax. T-A-X. Obama's ass is celebrating tonight. He's doing a little jig, maybe a little tap dance. Maybe he's doing the butt with his big butt wife, Michelle. And that's all good. Because his time is just about up. I know a lot of my conservative friends out there are boohooing, 
very sad. It's a very sad day. Dry your eyes. Dry your eyes because this is the best thing that could have happened. If the mandate was found to be unconstitutional, matter done, dropped, Obamacare dismantled, that's it. Okay? All we have to deal with after that is the economy tanking. But now we're all fired up. We're all ready to go. We're, it's, it's all wonderful. And you should view it as such. Because one thing Americans hate more than being told what to do is to be told that there are going to be more taxes. Yeah, and I'm right about this. You got to come along with me. We're all fired up now. I have I called into my main man Rush Limbaugh's program earlier today and I I said this very same thing. I called into Sean Hannity's show, said the very same thing. It's delicious. <laughs> it is it is fantastic news. Justice Roberts is viewed right now by so many as a traitor, as a traitor to the conservative cause. Nope. That sly bastard. <laughs> he viewed it, he had it laid out as a tax. A tax. It's gravy, baby. Because here's the deal. If Obama's defeated, if no, no, when the Republicans take over the Senate, we're going to maintain the House. The numbers are just there. The House will be maintained. We'll probably pick up a few more seats because of this deal. We will take the Senate. Of that, there is no doubt. We're going to go ahead and just drop the tax. If Congress has the power to tax, Congress has the power to take the tax away. So either way, all we have to do right now is keep control, get the base out, convince some Democrats and maybe even a few independents, take the Senate, keep the House. The presidency is going to be a bonus, just a bonus. Because all you need in the Senate right now is 51 votes. To get rid of that, quote, tax, end quote. No, there does not. Does it not have to be a no? Because Cool Mike asked this question in the chat room. It took only 51 votes to enact that tax due to some damn parliamentary procedure or some other. So it only takes 51 to cancel the tax. It's beautiful. What 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, man, what what the justice did was was diabolical. It was delicious. It was delicious. He 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 put it out there for us on a silver platter and so many of my Republican conservative friends simply can't see it. 51 votes in the Senate. The House, you know, is going to vote for it. 51 votes. There will be no filibuster because all it takes is 51 votes. So all we need is a couple more Senate seats, and Obamacare is still done. It's still done. Tell you what, Roberts, Justice Roberts, thank you, my man. Thank you. Because what Roberts has done is twofold. He has energized the base. He has put the dreaded three-letter word out there, tax. And he set up Obamacare for a swift defeat. And all we need to do is win the Senate. It's a done deal. Obama's on his way out. 
he's pretty much done. The economy's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And the only reason why Obama won the White House in the first place was because the economy tanked just three months before the election. Guess what? It's four years later. The economy is tanking just five months before the election. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. The Cyber City says Roberts has energized the bases. I hope she meant bases because I only see base there. For a doctor of jurisprudence, she should have put that other S there. Bases of both parties, Dr. Jones. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all, toots. And here's the reason why. Democrats don't give a damn about taxes because they don't have to pay them. Democrats think they won something here today. Democrats believe that this is over and done with. How could they possibly possibly be energized at all? They're not. It's just not. <laughs> it's just not. Here's the deal. Here's the here's the proof of energi- energization. <laughs> I just made that word up. I'm not unhappy right now. I'm energized. I'm excited. I may even stay awake for GGT 183 conservative primetime tonight. I'm so energized. This is better than a fucking bucket of espresso. This is better than a gallon of triple vente white mochas. I am energized. I say it all. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. My blog talk friends, my 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 my, my radio hosts, all of conservative radio hosts are going to be boohooing tonight. And I dig it. I understand. But don't. Because I'm a sly dog myself. And we sly dogs, we can we can we can spot each other. Roberts. Roberts. He 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 put it down. He put it down and all we need to do is pick it up and run with it. I told my man Rush earlier today what the dealio is. He thought maybe I had something there. I talked to my man Sean Hannity. Boom. This is what I believe. By the way, the calling number is 347-884-8500. Don't boo-hoo. Because all Justice Roberts did for us today was tee it up, baby. He teed it up for us nicely. Let's recap. Justice Roberts put it down that what Obama said was not a tax is in fact a tax. Republicans, conservatives, even some liberals hate that hate that damn word tax. He also set it up for a 51 vote majority in the Senate to negate the tax while simultaneously holding it down for the court so they're not criticized for being partisan. It is fantastic. It's brilliant. And the economy's tanking. And I dig it. I dig it all. This is exactly what I would have done. This is exactly what I would have done. I'm telling you. I love it. I love every minute of this. This is high drama, folks. This is high drama. And if you don't agree, call on in, baby. If you agree, call in. Look look at me. I'm laughing. I'm smiling. I'm digging it all. <laughs> Robert, you bastard. You're too much, baby. But here's the deal. Let's get serious for a moment. Republican governors, 
are threatening to ignore the ruling. They're threatening to ignore the ruling. They're saying, hey, they're going to ignore Obamacare completely. Here's where we get into some tricky business. Because right now I believe that just like just like the Revolutionary War, just like the Civil War, just like everything that happens, history repeats itself. And the only way we really get by is to remember what happened during the, the previous times during history and navigate and govern ourselves accordingly. What's happening here is we're being taxed. We're being treated as subjects by an imperial president. He is he is disregarding Congress. He's writing law. He's saying that if Congress doesn't agree with me, well, I'll just bypass Congress. He's operating much like that dude across the pond back in the 1700s. Governor Jan Bruin, Brewer stated outright that Obama has declared war on Arizona. Texas kind of feels the same way. Many states are going to start fighting back against this government. So what we have here is not so much a civil war brewing in terms of guns and bombs and a lot of death and destruction. But what we're going to see, what we're going to see, and you mark my words because I'm a historian. I am a doctor of history, baby. Not like my girl Cyber Cité, who simply has a measly three-year law degree, and that's it. No, baby. I got four years. And a year of field study. And a dissertation. And defended my dissertation. And boom. I got that sheepskin right here behind me to prove it. But here's the deal. What we're seeing here right here and now. Is a war. A war brewing against the states. No state is going to fight back. They are as spineless as Rick Perry himself. Cougar writes in the chat room, my main man, Cool Mike, who has a show with Southern Sense, coming up tomorrow at 2 o'clock, be there or be square, and... He is a sometimey host of G Ski, uh, uh, not G Ski, uh, GGT 183 Conservative Primetime on at 11:30 Monday through Friday, and that show is off the heezy, it's off the chain, it's off the hook. They're the Adam Carolla <laughs> show of uh, Blog Talk Radio. They are just out there. You have got to be there. I myself, I'm so fired up and ready to go that I may be awake in time for showtime tonight at 1130. That's right. So here's the deal. No, states are saying, governors are saying that they're going to disregard this dude. A story in the Washington Examiner says that Republican governors are planning to ignore the Supreme Court's decision Thursday to uphold Obamacare hoping that the issue will drive voters to dump President Obama in favor of Mitt Romney, who has vowed to kill the Affordable Care Act. After the decision, the Republican Governors Association said that nothing should be done by the states until after the election, a clear signal that they believe a GOP president, House, and Senate will kill the health care reform pushed through by Democrats and opposed by Republicans. There you have it. Who is Adam Carolla? That is – that's funny. <sighs> oh, oh, and Cyber City says, don't forget my LLM in international law. 
with published dissertation, including seven articles and multiple. Oh, well then, don't forget my articles, which were published in the Library of Congress, along with my fine dissertation. Oh, and by the way, don't forget that that uh, degree in physics that I obtained from uh, – what's that school? Uh, the United States Naval Academy in Annapolis? I, I wonder if Cybercide attended the United States Naval Academy in Annapolis or Georgetown University or William & Mary. Or was it some third-rate uh, state college? Perhaps. Maybe Howard University? Cybercite has degrees in law. But hell, lawyers are a dime a dozen. I'm a historian, baby. Enough said. Anyway, so here we go. Let's get this party started. America's now at war. An article from uh, the uh, American Thinker entitled War by Mark J. Fitzgibbons. He goes on to write, America's now at war. It's a civil war, but no shots will be fired. It's a war over the Constitution, yet it'll be through the Constitution that the winner will be determined. Does anybody agree? The opponents in this war are not Republicans against Democrats. This war is between Ameri the American people and their government. Some of the American people, though, will choose and have chosen to side with the government. Too many Americans have sided wrongly in this war. They justify their choices by calling themselves compassionate conservatives. The government has many advantages over the people in this war. It has the authority to make law. The very rules of this war. Government is legislator, prosecutor, and judge. Yet it is a contestant as well. Our government has clearly shown its contempt and disregard for the rule of law. In other words, our government cheats. Obama doesn't merely cheat. He plays dirty too. The government has many advantages over the people. There's no doubt about that. Another advantage that the government has is the power to tax. As we saw today with the Obamacare decision, the government institutes fines and calls them taxes, all in the name of complying with the Constitution. Our government lies. Barack Obama lied. Government routinely violates our First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, and many rights endowed by on us by our Creator. Government cannot take them from us. Our government steals. This war can only be won by the people through the very constitution over which we fight. Anybody agree? Again, the call-in number is 347-884-8500. Are we at war with our government? Not a shooting war. Is this what the one has wrought? Remember when there were supposed to be no blue states or red states, only the United States of America, when Barack Obama was going to usher in a new way of governing? It seems like it's not only not a new way of governing, but it's a really bad way of governing. Imagine this ruling today only divides the nation more. How many times throughout history has any government told you that what it was doing against you was for you? It was on your behalf. What I'm doing is for you, the German people, Hitler said. What I'm doing for you Mussolini said, what I'm doing for you, Hugo Chavez said, what I'm doing for you, every dictator, every Marxist, every socialist, every communist leader has said 
what I'm doing to you is what I'm doing for you. I'm looking out for you, baby. It's like a man who cheats on his wife. She finds out, she confronts him, and he says, Hey, I'm doing it for you. It's all for you, baby. (laughs) We're at war, folks. We're at war. We're at war with this regime, the government of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama and his minions. This war will be won only one way. Only one way. Through the ballot box. 2020 Radio Network, G-Ski Rocks, comes on right after my show. Writes, hey, don't forget the Obamacare tax on those individuals making 200000 or more and married couples making 250000 or more. That kicks in January 1, 2013. Well, G-Ski is absolutely correct. Absolutely Absolutely. But hey, we have an apparatus. We we have our marching orders now. We know what we need to do. This is no longer a game. Mitt Romney raised three million dollars from the time the verdict was read. Until just about an hour ago. Cougar. Cool Mike. Writes in the chat room. How about those like me who make chump change. Now I go to jail because I can't afford it. Live from Alcatraz. Live from Alcatraz is conservative prime time. Today is Thursday. G-Ski is not having a show tonight. I looked for a show last night. But I would like my many listeners to tune in to G-Ski Rocks whenever he has a show. And just go ahead to blogtalkradio.com and type in 2020 Radio Network, baby. Or just 2020. Boom. There he is. Great blog talk show. Very informative. Not like me. Just better. Tune into his show. It's great. It is great. So but 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 look look here. Enough with the testimonials. To G Ski Rocks. Southern Sense. And my main man, Cool Mike. All fine blog talk radio shows. Although I do think that Southern Sense is slipping blog talk radio personnel a little cash under the table because she's been featured every other week while me, have I haven't been featured but once. Just once. And I had to beg for that, by the way. But nevertheless... This war, this war that started officially today needs to be fought. It needs to be fought earnestly. It needs to be fought to win. No Vietnam, no Korean conflict. I'm talking about all-out, drag-out, ass-kicking World War One, World War Two style butt whooping. I'm talking about get out, put the signs out, volunteering, going door to door, getting in people's faces. I'm talking about getting the vote out, baby. Getting the vote out. Get this clown out of office before he does any more damage. For God's sake, he's got to go. 
He's got to go. Actually, Cyber City, he raised $3.5 million as of just after 7.15 p.m. today. Go ahead, Cyber. Tune into Fox News, Fair and Balanced, baby, to get the latest news. You're not going to get the proper, you're not going to get the updated scoop watching CNN like I know you do. Come on. Fox News. <sighs> Poor Cyber. That girl just doesn't know what the hell is going on. Anyway, so here's the deal. Roberts. Justice John. Justice Roberts. Here's what the writer of the article I was reading from says about Justice Roberts. We will not win by litigation. The courts are not merely on the side of our opponents. They're part of our opponents' arsenal. In upholding Obamacare, Chief Justice John Roberts essentially said members of this court are vested with the authority to interpret the law. We process neither the expertise nor the prerogative to make policy judgments. Those decisions are entrusted to our nation's elected leaders who can be thrown out of office if people disagree with them. It is not our job to protect the people from the consequences of their political choices. In essence, Roberts said, you're on your own, suckers. And you know what? I agree with Roberts. I do agree with him. The majority of the American people voted for Barack Hussein Obama. You folks deserve what you get. And quite frankly, I don't. So here's the deal. Um, the majority of Americans voted for this clown. This is what we got. Obama said it himself. Elections have consequences. So here are our consequences. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? We're going to energize. We're going to get the vote out. We're going to do what needs to be done to remove Barack Obama from office. By executive orders, Mr. Obama both violates the law against his own American citizens, his enemies, such as the Catholic institutions, when it comes to abortion and birth control, and grants unlawful privileges to his supporters or potential supporters, such as immigration amnesty, earlier this week, last week. This guy is begging. He is begging to be relieved of his duties. Let's let's accommodate him. Let's accommodate him. Let's send his so-and-so ass back to Illinois. How can he win a second term? How is he going to get a second term after today? His administration is rocked with scandal. The, the country is screwed in terms of uh, jobs in the economy. His own vice president was just dumb enough to say that we're in a, re uh, a depression, a recession, a depression. I think he said both. The guy is a walking disaster. And today, well, that just makes it even more delicious for me. This is icing on the cake, you guys. You gotta, you got, you gotta see it. You got to see it. If you're like me and as smart as I am, you have got to see it. We have a call on the line. Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Hey, Doc, it's cool, Mike. Mike, don't you see it, man? Come on, tell me about it. No, but I was gonna oh. say while well, you were on vacation, I was featured three times on your show. <laughs> oh damn. 
Are you, are you getting feedback from this mic? I've been having some problems with my mic. No, it's I'm so not. Did, what did you say okay. that again? So it's, no, I no, said, no. I got the day after, <laughs> two days after you left. Wait a minute. Wednesday, like two Wednesdays in a row I was featured, and I was featured back-to-back days, like a Wednesday, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I was like, uh, anyway. Damn. Maybe you, maybe you, when you call there, you've offended some people. But sometimes when they say, uh, thank you for calling Blog Talk Radio, my name is John, it doesn't help to lead off with, listen, asshole. Um, you know, sometimes you got to be a little more polite, Doc. You know, uh, I know that Marine blood in you likes to uh, kick a little booty. But <laughs> I think maybe you're right. I think I rubbed somebody the wrong way. Well, my, uh, my whole thing is, Doc, is that, I, I mean, I, I think I agree with what you are saying. And I, I, I think we need more to get our get our get off off our butt. But the bottom line is this was a blatant, blatant, blatant disrespect of the Constitution. I mean this and the only positive from it, I, I take it, is number one is it obviously tells the states that they don't have to uh expand their Medicaid. And if that's the case, basically the people who are suffering now are still gonna suffer. I mean, they're not going to see any action because basically uh, it basically says, uh, you know what, you have nothing now and we're not going to do anything. I, I just, I, I just, it's it's very disappointing to me to see so many, uh, so many Supreme Court judges just completely disregard the Constitution. Several of them, as we know, think, uh, you know, want to do away with the Constitution. But to well, see Judge mm-hmm. Judge Roberts do it, and it goes further than that. It's not just Judge Roberts. I think Tuesday's Tuesday's decision, eight nothing, was basically saying, "Look, you elect these people. Now, get off your ass and force them to do something. If they're not enforcing the law, rather than have fifty states with fifty laws, get rid of these people." I mean, it's I, almost like they were yeah. hitting us in the head with bats. Well, yeah, and here it is. Here it is right here, uh, uh, Mike. Um, this is exactly what Roberts said. Uh, members of this court are vested with the authority to interpret the law. We possess neither the expertise nor the prerogative to make policy judgments. Those decisions are entrusted to our nation's elected leaders, who can be thrown out of office if the people disagree with them, it is not our job to protect the people from the consequences of their political choices. That's what Robert said. He just teed it up for us. And so many people just don't see it that way. He teed it up for us. He fired up the base big time with those words alone. You can put that word on a, on a damn bump. You can put that whole whole sentence on a bumper sticker right there. Basically, yeah. he's saying that the reason why you have this monstrosity, this foolishness, is because of the man you elected that you installed in the White House. These, this is your fault. And the only way he's, – he's telling us, if you read between the lines, the only way to fix this is not through us, but go to the ballot box this November and get that clown out of here. I mean, that's how I see it, and I, well, I can't I, see how anybody you're, else you're would correct. see it any other way. Well, you, that his his the way he read it, it it is correct. It, it it's so frustrating to see Republicans are so in many ways have appointed some of these monsters. I mean, John Paul Stevens, Souter, Sandra Day O'Connor. Um, I mean, these are all by Republicans. You know, Democrats are so loyal to their liberalism and their socialism. They just love it. It's almost – it's religion to them. But yet Republicans just – I'll tell you, George Herbert Walker Bush had it good. He got he got uh, Clarence Thomas, and he got Alito, and they stand very firm. And, and we have to get those type of people uh, when we have the authority to do it. Because as we know, through politics, sometimes we win, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we have a majority, and sometimes we don't. But what we do know is that the Supreme Court, which appears, sadly, is the absolute law of the land, we have to get our people on there. And, you know, Doc, realistically, it never should have even gotten this far. Because the bottom line is we've just become so lazy. 
now okay, we're all fired up. We the, the decision that came in, we're all we all want to get rid of these clowns. But the bottom line is we're forgetting that there's still a large group of people out there that are cheering because of what happened this morning. They want this. And yeah, that's you're absolutely right. And and you know, and I and I, you know, I I agree with you, but bear in mind, Mike, that four of the judges wanted to get rid of Obamacare entirely. Yep. All of it. All of it. They're, they're on record with that. I mean, that's not my opinion. That's not what I think. All four of the other judges, the conservative judges, wanted to get rid of it all. What I think Justice Roberts did, well, he could have saved us a lot of effort. Not trouble, but he could have saved us a lot of effort coming this coming November. But I think what he did, in my mind, is brilliant. 51. 51. That's all we need this coming November. If we get 51 in the Senate, maintain the House, which of course we will, the law is done for then. So all we really have to do is wait another four months. So wait a minute. Okay, if we get the Senate... We need 51 votes, and all Congress has to do is have a majority? Yes, because remember, all that was needed to enact this individual mandate deal was 51. So it doesn't take 60 or 61. It takes 51 to kank this whole thing. And you know what? Yes, indeed, I heard this on Fox News Fair and Balanced later this afternoon. But I also did some research as well. Talked to my man Rush about it on his show. 51 votes. I did the research. And even though Fox News reported that, it's true. Because I checked it, checked it, and rechecked it before I decided I'm going to say it. Roberts teed it up for us, man. A lot of people just can't see it. But I think that he preserved the, quote, integrity of the court, end quote, and he teed it up for us just four months from now. Well, I, I, I hope you're right, and I hope you join us tonight. We have uh, we have some lady, um, well, what is her name? I can't think of her name, but the Waco, Party Tea, the Waco Tea Party leader is going to join us. And uh, I also got to uh, send you a link. There's a guy who has a, uh, who um, I can't, a guy who I think you would like as a guest. I think you would like this guy politically as well. But anyway, I'll let you close your show. Thank you for letting me have my uh, my ten minutes of fame with you, Doctor Jones, <laughs> the historian. Doc, another thing too, and <clears throat> I think some of these people when they uh, when they want to challenge you, the worst thing to bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> it is. It, it is a terrible thing. But I hope that just because your voice is now on my call in, that perhaps. The powers that be in Blog Talk Radio will consider featuring my show. For <laughs> that's up to you. Like I said, Doc, when they say thank you for calling Blog Talk Radio, my name is John. Try saying hello. This is Steve Robert Jones, and I'm yeah. an asshole. And yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's kind of like approaching a lady at a bar. When you yeah. like, hand him a drink, say hello or something, you walk up to him, say, "Damn, you're freaking hot." You can get slapped in the face, but if you work a little game. Yeah. You know, then yeah. or if yeah. you call sometime and say, "Well, cool, Mike are, and I are doing this show, and we'd like to be featured." Boom! Know, it, it'll be automatic. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, Already, we, could be, we could be talking about dog poop, and then they'd feature if that was the case. But hey, man, thank you so much for calling. Oh, we're night, we're gonna. Yep, I'll, oh, I'll be there. Just I'll mute me. There. I'm gonna stay with you for the rest of the show, but mute me. All right, man. Wow. You know what? Uh, um. This is really what, what what Roberts has done is seriously a gift in disguise. He put it out there for us. He teed it up. All we've got to do is swing, baby, and hit it out of the park. I I strongly believe that. Trust me. I am as shifty and as crafty as they come. I can tell when somebody's being shifty. And crafty with me. Like the old saying goes, don't 
try to slick a can of oil. Because that's what Robert did today. He slicked a can of oil. Those of us who are as slick as he is understand exactly what he did. He put it down. He set it up for us to be the hero. He is the wind beneath our wings, baby. Thank you, Justice Roberts. You are the Mac Daddy. Thank you. Because now, it's up to us. Conservatives. Republicans. Conservatives and Republicans. Independents. And a few Democrats. Barack Obama... Your ass is out. You can kiss your ass goodbye. Right out of the White House and back to Hawaii or Nairobi or Mars or wherever your big-eared ass is from. Goodbye. All right, folks. Thank you for listening tonight. You've been listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host from the United States Naval Academy in Annapolis, unlike Cyber Cité, Georgetown University, Unlike Cyber Cité and William and Mary, who's famous for just two people, me and Thomas Jefferson. Unlike Cyber Cité. All right. Good night, folks. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We're out. We